What's up, it's your boy Carcino here. Let's talk about it. Now, everyone has their reasons for a lot of different things that they want to do, talk about, say, plot, whatever. But I've been seeing everybody, it's Isaiah Thomas' birthday and everybody else is celebrating. They using this as an opportunity to keep themselves relevant during a pandemic. Ain't that some? Now here comes Charles Barkley, come running his mouth, trying to kiss up the Michael Jordan. Now Charles was right about Draymond and everything else, but how dare you talk about when you play Detroit? You got to make sure you check with your family and tell them because you don't know if you're going to come back home. They were out to hurt you. Oh, my God. Really? Really, Charles? See, this is once again what I tell you. This is once again what I was telling you. See, people try to rewrite their history. I tell you the truth. They tell you a virgin and makes them look good. Now everybody else is choir boys. Michael Jordan tells you a story that makes him look like he was the angel and on wings. When he was the biggest a-hole, people... People who've met him throughout the years be like, I thought he was going to be a nice guy. And he was just a straight A-hole. Yeah. That's Michael. Right? But now, all of a sudden, because it's Isaiah Thomas, who's everybody has met and said, man, this guy's been phenomenal. Every basketball player you've ever known, this guy, like Dennis Robinson said, this guy came out of his house, left his family behind to come look after me. Because he knew that this guy here, you know, somebody need to look after him. And he's been there since day one. He's the only one that cared about Dennis Robinson's well-being as a human being. Michael Jordan just needed him to help him win a championship. He didn't care about Dennis. He didn't care nothing about what Dennis does. But Jordan is the good guy. And Isaiah is the villain. Right? And here comes Charles Barkley said, These guys were out to hurt you. Really, Charles? You see, they taking advantage over the fact that you guys have, were not born when all of this stuff was going down. So you don't know what all was said and was always provided when it was winning time, when it was time to get things done. Now, Rick Mahorn was traded to the Vancouver Grizzlies in an expansion draft, breaking up the Detroit Pistons, right? 
the Philadelphia 76ers made a move to get Rick Mahorn. Rick Mahorn is known as the biggest enforcer of the Detroit Pistons. Matter of fact, him and Bill Lambeer are the founders of the Bad Boy Pistons. They brought it to existence. They brought the attitude to life. So now, after we win an NBA championship, the NBA decided to punish the Detroit Pistons and separate Rick Mahorn from the team during the middle of the celebration. How, how rude is that? Then... To top it all off, to make matters even worse, what do they do? Charles Barkley get Rick Mahorn on his team. And they become thump and bump. So thump and bump, what was that? That's not out to hurt people, Charles? Thump and bump? What did you guys do? You guys used to go out and beat people up. Right? According to you, y'all were the most physical bruising team in the league, right? You won the Atlantic Division. You beat the Detroit Pistons three times out of four that year. Which led to the big brawl. Thump and bump. But this team was out to hurt you. You forgot what y'all did to Michael Jordan? Thump and bump? Huh? But I guess you forgot about all that, huh? It's funny how every the Pistons are dirty, but once everybody else, they always go out there to get Detroit Piston players and try to rewrite history. Oh, no, no, he's not dirty now because he's with us. <laughs> he's a good guy now. Get your good guy, doll. Oh, my gosh. What a, I mean, I don't blame the people. I don't blame y'all because y'all don't know any better. I blame ESPN. I blame all these other sports analysts who call themselves sport an analysts who report this and don't have any rebuttal back. They have a bigger platform than the people that actually know what's going on. You know, so that, that's the major problem that I'm having with all of the nonsense I've been hearing, is that it's not been enough people around to defend, to defend it. So, not only that, Lambeer and Barkley, that year, uh, what was that, the next year, they did a, a movie together. They got a cameo in the movie Hot Shots, where they reenact their brawl that they had just a year prior. But they were out to hurt you. 
But yeah, here y'all are doing movies together. Charles, you gotta cut it out, man. I know what you're doing. Y'all want to rewrite history. Everybody who's listening right now, listen, this is the truth. Everybody in the NBA played physical. Okay? It was the era that you were in. It was physical. You couldn't come in the paint. The big guys would knock you to the ground. They had a no layup rule, no dunk rule. You couldn't showboat. You'll get laid out. You know, this was a man's game. You ain't had nobody taking guys' legs from under them and bridging them. They weren't doing that. They were just tough. The Detroit Pistons was a smart cerebral team. They had defensive schemes and offensive schemes. They mostly focused defense first, offense second. And they were very good at what they did. Believe me, if they weren't good, people wouldn't try to acquire all the players that was on the team. They wanted to acquire them because they were good. They wanted to know all the secrets. How are they this good? You don't win NBA championships by beating people up. It don't happen. You have to be good. You don't go to three straight NBA finals just being a team that beat up other people. No, you have to be good. You're looking at a team that was in six straight Eastern Conference Finals. Put some respect on their name. I mean, we supposed to root for the underdog. We supposed to root for the have-nots. We supposed to, and you know, champion guys who come from the ground up and win. Not try to tear them down. Well, we expect the other side to do that, but we supposed to know better. These guys reinvented the whole NBA. Not just the Detroit city of Detroit. They revolutionized the league. They forced the league to grow up. Their star player, who's the best player in the universe was the president of their Players Commission or the Players Union rather put some respect on their names y'all voted that Isaiah stay president so put some respect on the man's name quit trying to tarnish this man's legacy because I guarantee you one thing You can't take it away. No matter how hard you try, no matter how more you you guys cry and whine, it ain't happening. It ain't happening, bro. You're taking away nothing. Bad boys for life. Oh, wow. Are they still doing this? <laughs> the Draymond Green and Charles Barkley showdown. Is this still a real thing? Like, why is this even continuing further? I mean, really. 
It's a it's like a nightmare because both guys are not even in each other's league. Both guys ne never even played the same. Like I could see if they were like the compatible player. They're not. Last time they sat in front of each other and had a conversation, it was in the NBA Finals. And they had just won the second finals, I think. And they sat down and everything was cordial. Ever since then, it has been a whole new story because Charles has never made it personal. Today, the young kids, they think and they take everything personally. You know, and I don't want to really get in the middle of it too much, but, and make it all, like, all of them in a group, but they take everything personal. There's no more constructive criticism. You know, everything is hating. You just make a fact, oh, you hating. No, he just stated a fact. And that's all Charles Barkley was doing, was stating facts. But if they was to sit down and Charles was to get personal, you know, it could probably go there. You know, he heard Draymond Green come up and say some of the craziest stuff. It was only natural for Charles to come back and say, hey, he's like the fourth member of the band <laughs> and the R&B group, all boys group or whatever. And he's like the fourth member thinking, you know, it's all about him. And it's funny, but it's true. Dre has been acting like that lately. He's been acting like this uh, bum from Akron. You know, but anyhow. I think that both are, you know, need to let it go. But Charles, you think Charles Barkley is holding on to this? Or if it's, you know, Mr. I can't hold anything or let it slide Draymond you know he come right out every time you see him it's the same draw man look I, I've done everything that Charles Barkley ever wanted to do so he just jealous because you know I won championships you know I've been in all star games I made more money than Charles Barkley and I'm good looking you know, he's jealous. Now, see that? That's what I can't stand, Kenny. You good looking. You done lost your mind, Draymond. I see you. All I think about is an Empire State Building. See? Yeah, you just mad because you ain't winning no championship, Charles. Because I got, I got three. How many you got? Hey, look. Hey, listen, Kenny. I'll tell you right now, Kenny, if I if I had Steph Curry, Kim Durant, if, and, and Harrison Barnes, and Clay Thompson, I had three championships too. Who was I supposed to pass the ball to? When I was out there playing, Shaq, it, hey, Shaq, Kenny, when I was playing, who was I supposed to pass the ball to, huh? Charles Shackerford, I asked for Shaq in the draft, we get Charles Shackerford. 
So you definitely shouldn't be talking because you over there averaging a, a, a triple single with cheese and you ain't doing nothing for your team. Man, you just jealous. See, this is what I'll be talking about. These old heads, they jealous, man. Man, they just a bunch of hoes. They just hating because we getting all this money. Ain't that right, Bron? Oh, yo, just keep me out of it. I don't even talk. Me and Charles don't even talk. You know, I just never put nobody through a window. You know, I never did all that stuff that he did. All the rest. Nah, I just did it all the right way. Oh, so now you want to get involved too. It ain't my fault you lose to Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals and you just choke up. That ain't my fault, is it, Kenny? I know everybody be talking about it's all me. But you see that, Ernie? You see when they talk about LeBron and all these things he done did. He done been in nine in NBA Finals. And he didn't pick damn near everybody on the team, their mama, the coaches. He didn't pick everybody he want, and he still can't damn win. So you tell me which which is the better system. I'm gonna go with what Golden State doing, Ernie. They drafted majority of their team, even this knucklehead. Who think he bigger than the doggone Steph Curry? He's so stupid. He going to diss the guy he got to play with. Man, won't somebody get this old man some Geritol so he can get up out of here? Man, I mean, you just sit up here and be talking. You don't even know basketball no more, man. The game didn't pass you by. The game didn't straight pass you by, old man. Why don't you just go to bed, man? Ain't it past your bedtime? Ain't 9 p.m.? Look, he can't even stand up. Them knees is cracking. Man, that's what I'm talking about. This dude, just like Braun said, man, this dude throwing people through windows. He disrespected the game. You know, I ain't never did that. I might have got some technical fouls, but I ain't never did nothing like that. And my numbers, hey, I do what the team requests, but you know I could get 30 and 20 a night if I play. Ernie, Shaq, Kenny, I'm sad y'all had to see this. Boy, you must have been drinking some of that Flint water while you were down there in Saginaw. 30 and 20? 30 and 20 what? In 25 games? You can combine that in 25 games, maybe, but not in one. Kenny, they don't have Clay. They don't have Steph. And all they had was Draymond. He could have put up 30 and 20 a night. Wasn't nobody can. Nobody, wasn't no pressure on them to win. Nothing like that, Kenny. And I'm going to tell you right now, Draymond ain't do what? What, what did he do, Shaq? What did he do, Shaq? Um, he was averaging nine points. <laughs> nine, eight, seven. I think about nine, eight, seven, Shaq. <laughs> You know, I don't normally agree with Charles, but I'm just going off the numbers. It was 987, Charles. Thank you. Thanks for not calling me a liar. Because I, I don't take things personal. 
You know, I'm down there in Auburn, Alabama. That's where I'm from. We don't take things personal. Because if we do, we're going to be moving some furniture around here. Man, you ain't saying nothing but a word. Man, old man, you had to sit down somewhere for somebody kicked your cane over. So you need to go to bed somewhere. You don't know nothing about this game. Man, Charles Barkley couldn't, he, he ain't got the condition to play one game. He wouldn't last a scrimmage. Tell him the game that passed him by. I don't even think he'd have been an all-star. He probably would have been on the bench. You know what I'm saying? I mean, LeBron would have been ducking on him. He'd have been embarrassed. I don't even know why he talking. He couldn't even get past Michael or the bad boy Pistons. He ain't nothing but a hater. Yeah, I used to be at the Piston games as a little kid, watching you play. And Lambert whooped your ass. Now, see, he talking about something he don't even know about. Boy, you probably wasn't even born when that game was played. You been watching YouTube and all these other things and don't know what the hell you talking about, boy. I don't even know why we having this conversation no more. The boy's stupid. It's all this. I tell you what it is. It's all these these things that they giving them now. The game is ruined and it's all their fault. Now I'm gone. Y'all can have the rest of the show. I'm gone. <laughs> That's how the conversation would go. <laughs> That's how that conversation would go. Now, who would be right in this situation? I say the person that's right <laughs> is Charles Barkley. And I like Draymond. I think, to be all fair, Draymond Green is calling the game exactly how it's supposed to be. Like what they wanted him to do to the letter. They wanted him to get these young guys and teach them the game. You know, come on, let's run these plays with these young players so that they could learn how Golden State offense run and their sets and how to play. And he's doing that with a bunch of kids who don't even know how to play basketball. They're used to a whole different way of playing, and he's trying to teach them while being on the court. I know because I've watched those games. There's plenty of times Draymond could have just got two points. Draymond could have just went and got a basket. But I've also seen some other things that Draymond game has been hindered. He's not as aggressive when he do shoot. He's not as confident in the shot anymore as he used to shoot two years ago. Rebounding is different. He's not in the same position to rebound now because, one, he doesn't have another big body in there that can help him out. Uh, Looney being out of the lineup to help him out with the rebounding and in the paint, it, it put a lot on Draymond's shoulder to have to rebound and then push the whole offense running up and down the court. Third, injuries. Draymond has been injured uh, very majorly to his foot, then his knees. He has not been 100% in probably about two years. So in all fairness, 
That's why I think he took that $100 million deal and didn't try to test the market because he's been getting hurt. So he don't want to be hurt, and then next thing you know, the market opens up, and then he doesn't get what's on the table, even though he would have gotten it. So, But then he would have been gone from Golden State if he wanted to. But I think he wanted to stay stay in this system that he know, take the 100 mil, he's okay, so he's fine. Now, that's that situation. Charles, on his side, is giving an assessment of what he sees. And what he sees is exactly that. He's seeing exactly what is presented to him. He's looking at the game, and he's looking at the stats and the numbers. Charles Barkley is not going to watch an entire Golden State Warrior game when they're down by 20 at the, in the second quarter. You know, it's like they're too good of a team to be losing like that, supposedly, but not with all these new faces and new players. But to be losing by that much is atrocious. And then the team was playing better once Draymond was out of the line. They were actually, you know, moving the ball a little bit because they were able to play in a way that was just like, okay, Dre ain't here, just do what you, do whatever. So they were just happy to be running wild, you know, out of the asylum. So that's my take on it. Y'all tell me what you think. It's your boy Carcino. I am out. God bless. And don't forget to check out that Patreon definitely tomorrow. May 1st is going down. Okay? That's no joke. May 1st, it is going down on the Patreon. And you want to donate to the page? Uh, Carcino's the name on the Cash App. And, oh, wait a minute. My rent due tomorrow. Man, I forgot about that. Did I pay the light bill? Yeah. I'll be like, pet bill! Yeah. <laughs> I got to get on the pen to orthopedics, uh, C-O. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta give me a pair of orthopedic. What's that shirt say? Yeah, them, uh, them, them new balance. I gotta give me a pair too, baby. <laughs> I want the red with me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be out here like one of them with some neon shoes. I'm gonna be out. Yeah, I got some neon New Balance, baby. Look out. Got my Kawhis on. As soon as they open the malls up. Now you know who Kawhis play like. You know where he got his game from. Know who he's MJ. MJ. Well, he's yeah, he play a lot like MJ. Um, Kobe, he play. He got a lot of those moves. His foundation and his, his fundamentals is uh, a lot like them. You know, he he's always when he shoots, and he's got the mentality of a winner. And I love the fact that it ain't always about him. It ain't always about him at all. And he got, he got hands. Right. And he, yeah, him and Mike both got them hands. Kobe ain't had the hands like Mike. Yeah, that's the whole thing. So like, Kobe never had them. Yeah, Kawhi hands covered a whole ball. Yeah, they can find the ball. They can find the ball. Yeah. Kawhi can just run over and pick up a basketball like it's a tennis ball. Yeah. He can just pick it up like it's a tennis ball and keep going. Yeah. And man, Kawhi, man, that's what I'm saying. He got some, like the those mitts. That's what they call him, the claw. Man, he was holding the ball one time. I'm like, man, you can't even see the ball. Oh. <laughs> man, got them mitts.
But the thing is, is that he always well, I punch you in the face. It's the, it, his hand is your whole head. Yeah, but he's always in control of the game and everything. LeBron is LeBron put so much pressure on him because everybody know like Kawhi is the guy. And Kawhi, he don't get caught in all the the, the hoopla. He don't like he don't try to. He just quiet. He ain't on no Instagram talking about everybody be safe. I want everybody in my Instagram live. Hit my family. Hit my house. Ain't nobody looking in his house. Right, he working. You ain't gotta see him, but you know he working. Like LeBron, Kawhi ain't finna go on MTV and dress up like MC Hammer, do a damn hammer dance. Come on. <laughs> you see Jimmy Butler, he's on a mission as well too. He just brought everybody, all his teammates. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I love, I love how he, I love, I love how he did with the Heat. He helped them, he helped them. Yep. With that confidence. Hey, say what you want about Jimmy Butler, but he had that mentality as well too. But he just got, Butler got, got man. Yep. Jimmy Butler a winner, man. Jimmy Butler is a winner. Minnesota hadn't been in the playoffs years until Jimmy Butler got there, and as soon as he left, they didn't make the playoffs again, man. Jimmy is a difference maker. Yep. Yeah, Jimmy left. Yeah, I like that. He's a dog. He's a real true baller. Wait, what? Hell yeah, Jimmy would have survived back then. Hell yeah. You would have had a lot of fights. You would have had a lot of fights. Who did the Giants get? They got an offensive tackle. They got an offensive tackle the first round. Yeah. They took an offensive line. <laughs> but they took McKinney, though. I like that. Xavier McKinney, that was a good pick for him. The safety from Alabama, I would have took him. Every New York team is right now. That's it. I'm gonna talk about it. But like, they went mostly they went like the like Dude, they picked like three offensive linemen in their draft. They went like completely offensive whoa, line. Whoa, so wait, who who's saying on the Giants right now? They trash. <laughs> I mean, White Sox don't want to pay nobody, and I mean he ruined the Chicago Bulls. Period. They could have they could have took care of Derrick Rose. Everything would have been good. They disrespected him. Well, I thought we talking about the Bears. They trash too. Oh, the Bears. Well, yeah, they just got rid of Mitch. Well, they just decided not to give him twenty five million, which was which was great for us, but the Bears will do something just as stupid and pay somebody else $25 million that don't deserve it. They're going to find yeah. a way to Chicago oh. bear the situation. Oh, they, they you just got to wait. No extension. No extension. No extension. No oh, finally. That, I mean, no that, that did something smart there. Yeah, we did something no smart. What are you going to fuck it up? <laughs> yep. 
we're gonna find a way to Chicago bear it out. That's why I took my talents over to Tampa with Tom Brady. Where Tom Brady go? Tom Brady know how it's done. So don't feel bad about I better, your Giants. I better pick up Cam Newton or something. I don't, I don't feel bad about my Giants. We won four, four football, so I'm straight. And, but, and, I can't, and I can't stand how they Detroit did Barry Sanders. Fuck Detroit. Sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should have got Barry some help, man, because he... Barry was the best running back, obviously. He is the best running back. I've never seen Never seen nothing like him, and I and I love Walter Payton, but I've never seen nothing like Barry Sanders. Exactly, he had the moves though, but not not like Barry Sanders though. I mean, I've I've seen the best lineman in the game couldn't get that man down. Exactly. I'm like, what? Exactly. Is, I'm like, how is this even possible? It's about he was a complete running back. He could run with power. He could get short yardage if he had to. He's complete back. Barry yep. was the truth, bro. Bro, Barry, Barry said he didn't have to retire, bro. Yeah. Of course, though. Pretty much, man. Right. And he he was gonna break all the Russian records, all everything. He just stopped. He just quit. Yeah. And bro, just I stopped. hated the comparison. I hated the comparison they should make between him and Emmett. I'm like, bro, there's no comparison. Yeah. No yeah. Comparison. Emmett even told him every time he would go up against Emmett, oh, no, he would get about 200 yards on the on the boys' defense. On the Dallas Cowboys defense. Because he had all those like yards and touchdowns with behind the offensive line with the Cowboys. Right behind yards. Right. I like E. Smith, but E. Smith wasn't Barry. Right. I mean he did his job. I mean he did what he's supposed to do, but E. Smith, man, I mean, I like him. E. Smith was tough. I give him that. He he had heart. Now he, oh, yeah. He was a tough player. But he that's a Barry tough Sanders. back, but he wasn't Barry Sanders. Oh, my God. If you put Barry in there, you win in about five Super Bowls <laughs> with that offensive line. Yeah. Like, you trying to, like, you think you catch the fly, but you didn't. That's how Barry is. Dude, he was embarrassing the league. One of my favorite quarterbacks at that time was Steve Young, Brett Favre. Yeah. It was, it was nice. Yeah. Let's get it done. Hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't know. You know what I like about Troy Aikman? Troy Aikman did not throw a deep ball accurately. I didn't like that about Troy, to me personally. It wasn't necessary, but you notice his numbers were down. There was a, a wide receiver they used to have. Used to be, he got hurt a little bit in his career. He was never the same on deep ball passes after that. Michael Irvin didn't do his work in between, like yep. between the twenty. But Troy, Troy was overrated. Troy Eggman should not be in the Hall of Fame. I, I agree. He's not a Hall of Fame. Good throw the deep pass, bro. He, I mean, oh, his numbers. He retired too quick. He retired too early too. Okay. His numbers okay. ain't there. Okay. His numbers ain't there. The only thing he got is he got three rings. That's all they could say. He got three rings, but but his numbers ain't there. That's not a Hall of Famer. If you gonna put Tom, if you put him in now, you got no excuse for putting everybody else in. Steve Young is a Hall of Famer, right? Steve Young is he a Hall of Famer? I don't think he is. Yeah, Steve Young Hall of Famer. Steve Young Hall of Famer. I don't know, man. Yeah. I got a question. I don't know. 
That's yeah, a good I'm question. Are they gonna Are they gonna really put Ben Roethlisberger in the Hall of Fame just like that? Oh, Ben's getting in. Yeah, Steve Young got in. Steve Young is a Hall of Famer. And then he got in because basically. They don't care about that? Hey, Valentin, what controversy? He could do whatever he wants. He does not need a woman to say yes. He could do what he wants and not get in trouble. He's getting in regardless. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. But they was giving this man um, T.O. and giving um, Randy Moss. It was all controversy around them for to get in the Hall of Fame. But he's going to get it just a landslide just like that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, Ben Rock was right. This is America. Well, yeah, but the dude got like two rapes. <laughs> He, exactly. Yeah. That don't matter. Yeah, you gotta be. I mean, dude, he got like it wasn't. He had two and a possible. Like he, my man was playing cards. Like he was playing spades or something. How many books you got? I got two and a possible. Right. He paid. He paid one girl off. The second one was so it was done in a bar in front of everybody. I mean, they got pictures of him, everything. He all wasted in there. I mean, it was so many people that recorded it. Yeah, they, yeah, but, but yeah, but you look, but you gotta look what the lady did to Ben. She she had to she had to tell him that oh he has to pay money for the for the for the charity for the woman who's been accused who's been raped. Right. They tried to come up with all this stuff, man. I mean. <laughs> Just came off of a Super Bowl. Just came off of a Super Bowl. Then he tried to get another chick at another party. And I mean, the whole he was basically dragging her to the room. She was like, "No, dude, get off me." That's why he went and got married. They went and found him a wife, and he he enjoyed. Now he a Christian, and now he oh, I didn't change my ways. They dunked my head in some water. I'm like, man, this boy was wild. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why Antonio Brown was bringing that up. He was bringing that up. Like, dude, you didn't. You got two rapes. <laughs> you got two of them. How you not in jail, dog? <laughs> I was like, why would you say that from the NFL? Don't do that. Y'all know how the program goes. It's the Don't same way that. in the NBA. That's why Larry Bird can walk off the court and not shake nobody's hand. But if Isaiah Thomas does it, he's a thug. How yeah. awful. How See, that's, ugly. That's wrong. Y'all know how that's the program wrong. goes. Yeah, because I was like, that's how that's he's wrong. not getting Yep. That's why we got a white one. It's the highest yeah, but that's how, but that's how Oh, man. That's nah, how they didn't, they didn't wave the flag, flag on us. They're not giving that respect. <laughs> Because of the situation with the green team, him and Magic, him and Michael. Yep. That's crazy, man. That's why we got a white boy that's playing running back in the NFL. Yep. (laughs) You ain't lying. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yep, ever. And then then that's the thing. They ain't hesitate to pay him. It was no negotiating. They ain't say, well. <laughs> Wait, who, who are you talking about? Talking about the Panthers running back? Yeah. Somebody, yeah, Christian McCaffrey. Uh-oh, look at Frank. Frank, Frank gone. Frank was just waiting for this broadcasting in, I guess. Frank, <laughs> Frank wanted to get in there and show the. I think I'll clean my mask, though. Yeah. 
I see you ready. Yes, sir. Frank out there in the Bay. You in the Bay with the London hat on? You in New York. You definitely believe it. Trust me. I I stayed in New York. I used to live in New York. saying that you falling for the Okie Doke. Like, it's real, man. I'm telling you. That man said, you know, the thing is, the man's not going to protect you, though. Your eyes to the exposed, son. Your mucous membranes are exposed, my guy. Yep. Yeah. One, one close, one, one to the end with somebody's sneeze, and get in your eye, you're still gonna get it. That's a, where you glad, where your goggles at, son? I ain't got no yeah, goggles, man. You need them, if you really want to protect yourself. I mean, it's just yeah, I'm going to be in a car now. Now you done got me ready to get in the car. I was walking out around the block. Now I'm nervous. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he's going to be at Costco right now. Look at him. Yeah, he's going to be at Costco right now. Look at him. Raiders. One Nation. Hey, we had a guy like that. We had the coronavirus guy. He was trying to rob people before before it went to the shutdowns. He had the plan. He was like, I'm going to hit these banks right now because it's coming. He went right in there and hit up a couple of banks. Did he get caught? Uh, I, th- I don't know. They, I know they had his photo out there. I remember I showed him. My man had on the hospital mask and everything. Went straight to the bank and made oh, a withdrawal. Oh, he got caught. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody masked up. So he did it right before they put the shutdown on everything. Because everybody was paying attention to the coronavirus and what to do. And yeah, stuff. that's what I was like. The corona robber, man. He was doing his thing. <laughs> the corona robber. <laughs> <laughs> Corona robber, man. He oh, was out man. there doing it. What up, y'all? What's up? What up, what up y'all? Uh, man, you know what's crazy? They can give Ticket a five-hour live stream and give you on a two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that that's crazy? And you know so you be turning all the time. Yeah, I think it's my IP address thing. So I mean, I five hours, I'll probably be knocked out sleep. <laughs> I don't I can't believe it. My man got a five hour live stream. Jeez. Yeah. could be screaming, man. For five hours? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I mean I tried to listen to one of them and I was ready to jump in there just to choke the one guy who was telling me John Stockton was better than Isaiah Thomas. I'm like, who is this guy? What the heck you talking about? Yes. Steph Curry yeah. better than Isaiah? I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, I got to get in this chat. I have chat. no opinion on that channel, man. If you have man, an opinion, man. you are definitely going to be blocked. That's <laughs> 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 over. That's one block. Team. I still want you to debate Shannon Sharp, man. I want you to debate him so bad. Oh, yeah. I would love to debate Shannon, man. Shannon ain't going to oh, debate me. Fun, fun. All that all that stuff he talking ain't going to work for me. I want to debate Shannon. No, but yeah. you know, you're always gonna ride LeBron and, and 
MJ. Yeah, see, Shannon, he defending Isaiah only because Isaiah said LeBron was better than Mike. <laughs> That's it. So he out there. Yeah, I agree with Isaiah. Isaiah's right. Um, Scotty Pippen is better than Michael Jordan. Oh, no, he didn't like Scotty. He nah. and Scotty don't get along. Oh, nah. okay, okay. Because that's what everybody's argument is yeah, right Scottie's now. Not get along. Ever since what Scotty said about him, not man, I remember he slammed Scotty right on the floor. Scotty tried to come and get physical with Isaiah, and Isaiah six feet tall. Scotty Pippen, Isaiah be like, no, no, like Scotty Pippen, no, like no, like no, no, no. Scotty. I can't disagree with Isaiah though. He gonna be like, if Michael gonna say he wants me off the dream team, that's one thing. But Scotty Pippen, <laughs> right? <laughs> Scotty Pippen say he ain't gonna play. Like he was like, I can see if some of the greatest of all time, but anybody like below them, <laughs> and I mean below them. He said, "I the TV." Said, "Man, the Right. Hey, hey, you kidding me, man? Look at it. He said that about my like twenty five. Anybody <laughs> below them? Another guard better than Isaiah coming off the bench. Who the head? John Stockton, Chris yeah. Mullen. Yeah. To so me and my family, should be on the dream team. You should be. Yeah, some people tried to discredit Chris Mullen. Like, man, Mullen should be. I'm like, oh, Mullen deserve to be on that. Chris Mullen. Come on. They tell my mother didn't deserve to be there. I'm like, he didn't deserve to be there. I'm like, I'm like don't say Chris Mullen didn't deserve to be there. They was, no, man, they wanted another white boy. They wanted another white boy. Isaiah and Shaq on the dream team. It was wrong for them. Think about it, man. Isaiah Thomas is a better shooter than Magic. He's a better shooter. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was a better player than Magic. Period. He's a better shooter than Magic. If you put if you put Isaiah on the Lakers, they would have won championships as well. They would have won. Oh yeah. If you yeah. put Magic with the Detroit Pistons, oh, they don't man, win. Kareem and Worthy and Byron Scott, hell yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. But if you yeah. put Magic on the Detroit Pistons, it don't work. If you put Magic on the Detroit Pistons, it don't work. Mm-hmm. It, it ain't gonna work. They played entirely different, but Isaiah could play on both teams. And it, it would have worked. He could have ran the, the Showtime offense, running the transition break with Isaiah giving him the ball. No, nah, they. I'm like he was a wizard with People the ball. Forget that um that pass that Isaiah did coming down the court, and he bounced the ball up, and it bounced over everybody, and your boy caught the dunk. Oh I'm yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah. I'm like that was sick. <laughs> oh yeah, he did all those in the All Star game. He used to give him the mic. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mike loved playing with Zeke. That's why I'm like, he used to vote for him for the the president of the thing. Right. It's just, it's just the thing is, he. I mean, they all know Zeke is like, you know who can play and who can't. So you already know, like, yeah, the dude got game, period. Like, he ain't just some guy out here. You know, you win the championships. Now, you already know what time it is. Then you see Mike walking it back. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Don't be a coward and try to walk it back when when you already just set the presence of what you're trying to say on TV, on your show, when 25 million people watched you dog this man, then you're going to apologize through Stephen A. Smith. You're going to say, well, I talked to Mike, and Mike said this. No, no, no. Tell Mike to come out here and open his mouth. Say it himself. Yeah, say it himself. 
the same way he did that. Don't throw no stones and then go hide in your hands. Because like Zeke said, I see y'all face to face. Y'all ain't never got that energy for me. I talked to y'all on the phone. Right, he west side of Chicago, man. Like he said. Exactly, that's that west side. Like, dog, you go, Horace Grant, really? Yeah, you was a snitch. They were like some bitches. And that's the thing, his own teammates don't like him. Scotty and Horace, they don't like Mike. They don't mess with Mike no more. Like, like his agent said, man, Scotty jealous of Mike. How you going to say LeBron is better than you? And I'm like, dude, you jealous of Zeke. Because Isaiah was Isaiah was the president of the commission. He tried to get the whole commission disbanded. He tried to break up the whole NBA commission. He calls both of the strikes so that he could try to get control. He wanted to run the whole commission. And Isaiah wouldn't let it happen. As soon as Isaiah retired in 94... And gave it up to them, they went through a strike. As soon yep. he organized yep. the whole unions, because he Isaiah the one made it had his money cut in half. Because Isaiah said, Yep, the agents are getting paid too much money. Players should keep that money. We should we paying the agents too much. Oh, he ain't like that. <laughs> he ain't like that at all. He had nothing to do with no doggone. It had nothing to do with no doggone uh Man, Adrian Dentley was my boy. Yeah, you know, I'm like, you don't give a damn about no Adrian Dentley. He cut your money. That's what it was really about. Yep. See, so got your money cut, and everybody agreed. Yeah, you to talk about a, building a statue for Isaiah, man. Oh, yeah. The yeah, they was talking about building it in downtown Detroit. But see, the city's so broke. That's what I don't like. And Bill Davidson, he would have done it if him and Isaiah didn't fall out. And they would have still done it for him, but Bill passed away, and now the Davidson family and everything they was trying to they patched it up a little bit with Isaiah and them, but they had a falling out because Isaiah was supposed to be the the president of basketball operations for Detroit. Mm-hmm. That was the when he left and retired, he was transitioning to that. Joe Dumas wasn't supposed to get that spot. That was supposed to go to Isaiah. So Zeke was supposed to get that, and they had a whole thing like, look, we got to do this in a way where Isaiah's like, look, I, you told me when I retired, this is what it was, that Jack Mikowski was out and I was in. You know, Jack's leaving and I'm coming in. And they was like, no, not right now. The timing ain't right and this and that. Zeke like, man, look, I ain't got time for this. Isaiah went and made a deal with the Toronto Raptors, the expansion team. And became a part owner. First NBA player to ever do it. First yep. player to ever be a part owner in an NBA basketball team was Isaiah Thomas in Toronto. And made that team a sister team. And they beat, yep, got Damon Stoudemire. Everybody wanted Ed O'Bannon from UCLA. And they were, we want Ed. We want Ed. They thought Ed O'Bannon was going to be the savior in Toronto. And he drafted Damon Stoudemire and they booed. Ed O'Bannon. Yep. Ooh, so that Mighty Mouse came and just Yeah, they just won the national championship. How you not gonna drive Ed O'Bannon? We just man, we supposed to have Ed in Toronto. Oh man, they up and on. Yeah, Isaiah knew. Isaiah knew that he's like, man, we taking Damon Stoudemire. <laughs> and sure enough, yep. man, D Stoud was rookie of the year. The, the NBA ain't yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. that well, drop step. He won, he won Couldn't guard it. <laughs> the NBA was like, what is this? His first year. Yep, and Isaiah went and talked to the referees. They had a a meeting, 
And he said, look. He was cooking on Ron Harper. Ron Harper couldn't defend that dude. Before the uh, before the league started, before the game, they met with the officials and said, look, this is the move. This is his move. It's not traveling. This is called a drop step. Isaiah went out there to make sure. He said, you got to do that so that they know this is his signature. And he let them know, like, this is this man's signature move. If you come in there and try to take away his signature move and try to say it's carries, it's not. It's all within the rules of the game. He ain't when he jump up and make that transition. He got his two steps, whatever. It's not. It's a, he's like it's like on a gray area of the rules, the drop step. So, but he's still following this, the, the the whole rules of the game, and you just got to let it go. And the drop step ended up becoming the wide two step, the euro step that they take. When they take two steps, they just jump to the other foot, way to the other side to get a position for a shot. So they're still taking two steps. They're just not going in the natural format of the way it's supposed to go. So the drop step was the same thing. It's not carries because he never came down and dribbled it again. So it's not right. carries. So it was a legal move. And they couldn't find no ways around it. Zeke went and got it clear with everybody. Like, y'all ain't going to be whistling him for no garbage. We finna let it be known before the league even started. He got that done in preseason before they even started to try to blow the whistle. So the refs will know it's the drop step. It's legal. And once they said, hey, we ain't got no problem. It's a rule. It's legal. That D star tore him up. Boom, boom. And I was like, man, y'all this Carlos Rogers. Carlos Rogers was balling. When they had Carlos Rogers, Caffey, yeah. they yeah, whooped the Bulls that year. The 96 Bulls, one of their losses is to the Toronto Raptors. When they won 72 games and all that, one of them was the loss in Toronto when Damon Stoudemire gave it to him. Wow. <laughs> gave him the business. Hey, you been with Doug Christie, uppercut Rick Fox, whoever brought him up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you mean Brenda? Brenda Richie? Yeah. Yeah, he gave him that little soft up girl uppercut. Like, he just put his hand on his chin, just pushed. Yeah. And then Brenda, Brenda had to show him, that ain't how I taught you how to get down. Shoot, Brenda was out there, oh, this is how I taught you. We'll take care of Rick. I'm like, Rick, I'm like, Rick, boy, you know you from California. What's wrong with you, man? You're going to jump somebody and can't even, he couldn't even get out the curtains. He's going to hide behind the curtains. My man coming down there. Yeah, he tried to get him backstage. That's what made it funny. Rick going to go back and go to the locker room, Whoa. run all the way to the other side. So when Doug Christie was coming back, he tried to jump out the curtain. Like, I'm going to jump out the curtain and surprise him. He trying to jump out. He couldn't even get out the curtain. He, oh, wait a minute. So Christie grabbing him and working him out like <laughs> in the curtain. And who comes out? Brenda Richie. Brenda Richie and Brenda, you know, anybody I told people, when you got a ghetto wife, a ghetto NBA wife, she called the shots. He ain't have his prayer in hell. She on a reality show now kicking other wives' ass. I mean, they got <laughs> I mean, it is. the Brenda. It's like the Brenda Richie show. She ain't known for playing. She known for whooping people's asses. She was in there whooping Rick Fox ass. It was a double team. She was like, that's how you do it. Yeah, she in there. Shaq had to come in there. Yeah, because Shaq pulled off of him. She put Shaq, Shaq pulled off. Like, hey, what you doing? She was after Shaq. Like, come after you too. 
Shoot, she was on Love and Hip Hop. So Shawnee already knows. Shawnee is like, look, you'll catch one too. Some chick was trying to try some skate party or whatever on one of them reality shows. I said, wait a minute. That's Brenda Ritchie. She's like, you know her? I'm like, yeah. That's Doug Christie wife. What she, they got on one of these. Oh, she done hurt one of these girls. She ain't finna talk. I'm like, y'all like, in trouble. I'm like, she really finna do something. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'll watch this. I was at that crib. I'm like, I'm finna watch this. Watch what's finna happen. I bet you, Brenda. They say she like, uh-uh, because Brenda, she doing 